Welcome to the Sioux Nation Podcast. I'm Jill Funky, Communications Manager at Sioux Nation Ag Center, and we are so glad you found us. Sit back and listen as our staff hosts welcome guests from all aspects of the livestock production industry. It's our mission at Sioux Nation to arm regional, small, and medium producers with all of the resources we can put in front of them. And now, on with the program. Hello and welcome to the Sioux Nation Podcast. I'm your Sioux Nation Ag Center staff host, Jill Funky. And Sioux Nation's own Dr. Jesse Christensen joins us on the program today to talk about the economics of preg checking. Thanks for being here with us today. Thank you for having me today. So Dr. Jesse, as a veterinarian, you are very familiar with the practice of preg checking. As we go into this, you're going to tell us how the cost of that service can be offset by the value of the information it provides to producers. So I'd like to jump in by asking you, after preg checking, how can we use the knowledge of who is bred and who's open? Preg checking can be a really valuable service. It just kind of depends on how producers use the information and honestly, whether they even use the information at all. But if we know who's bred or open or even who our late cows are, producers can make feed plans and they can utilize the space that they have to feed the cows in, especially over the winter, better. And they can be more prepared for the calving season by knowing which animals are supposed to calve first and which ones are going to be kind of the later calvers. Preg checking is also a good time to be culling animals, whether they're being culled because they've got bad feet or they're too old or it is a they've come up open or they've come up late this year. It's a good time to be able to go through those animals and sort them. This is also a great time to get your vet out to your place to keep up your veterinary client-patient relationship to get those ever-important antibiotics. And also, it's a good time for the veterinarian to take a good look at your whole health program of your herd and make suggestions, evaluate, talk about nutritional issues, if there are any, or disease risk management. It's really just a good time to take care of a lot of these big management things. This also reminds me, Dr. Jesse, about everything that changed in June about the VCPR regulations. VCPR, so that's the Veterinary Client-Patient Relationship, and that is basically the the relationship that the veterinarian has with the producer and proves that we're familiar with the producer's operation and the animals. And by having this VCPR, producers are then able to get prescription products. All of our antibiotics are on prescription now as of June, so we have to have this VCPR. Preg checking is one of those great opportunities to keep that VCPR up so people can get their VFDs, they can get their regular antibiotics. So then what are your options with the cull cows? So if you do the preg checking and you end up with open cows, late cows, or like bad feet cows, anything where you've got an issue, then you can call them from your herd, cut them out. And you can either sell them right away. Uh, which for some people, that's the best option. You just get rid of them, get your money for them right now, take whatever the market is today. It frees up space and labor for most producers and just eliminates the problem, especially if the cows are such that it's going to be difficult to put weight on them um, or they're going to keep losing weight. You kind of just want to get rid of them right away. 
The other option, if you've got the space and the labor to do so, you can keep them and feed them and try to put extra weight on them, especially if their body condition score is maybe a little bit lower than ideal. You're looking at like a three or a four when really, you know, it would be more ideal. You could get more at the sale barn forum if they had a higher body condition score. So if you have the excess feed and you've got the labor and the space, you can certainly keep them around to put weight on them. Sure. But your veterinarian can help give you advice as to which option might be a little bit better, especially based on the individual cow health. Could you walk us through a simple preg checkonomics and give us an idea of the math? Yeah, the math. I'll, I'll try to keep this kind of simple and try to use kind of some, I don't know, basic numbers, I guess. Um, I kind of look at a herd size of about 200 cows. That's kind of generally average for my area, maybe a little low. And vet cost of preg check, I'm using $4.10 per head. That may be high for some areas and it may be low for some areas. I did kind of take an area average, found the range to be about 350 to 550 per head. So I kind of went in the middle. And then I'm also considering that based on industry average, if you've got 200 head, you're probably going to have about 13 cows that are either open or bred late. When I did my example here, I'm also looking at giving a vaccine. Some people may or may not do that. That would definitely be a discussion to have with your veterinarian. A lot of times around here, we will do a killed breeding shot, and we will also do a scour shot either at preg check time or a little bit later in the season. And that's about $7.25 per head. Using an antiparasitic or deworming product is also a good idea this time of year. Decreasing the parasite burden on your cows can help to decrease the parasite load on the pasture. It will help to increase pregnancy rates and increase milk quality for the calves. And since you've got everybody in, you can also deworm the calves as well, which increases their body condition helps them to be more efficient with the feed that they're taking in and then again decreases the parasite load on the pasture. Mm. So again, I kind of estimated that at about $4.50 per head and that's based on using a name brand Poron product. And then cost of feeding them through the winter. So this is kind of a low estimate. I used some numbers from our um, nutritionist um, and this is really just looking at hay, but we're probably talking about $2 per ton. So kind of putting all of this together with kind of our total expenses, if you don't preg check and you just feed everybody until May 15th and just or longer, depending on what your calving period is and when you turn out to pasture, then we're really just looking at the cost of feed. So at $2 per ton, again, that's kind of low, but... We're talking about $72,000 for feeding them through the winter. If one were to preg check, vaccinate and deworm the cows that are bred on time and then sell the open late cows, cull cows right away at preg check, one would save a little bit of money on feed. At the same time, there are a few additional costs that you don't have when you don't do anything, and that would be the preg checking and the vaccinating and the deworming. So that I had come to a total expense of about 70000 Then the kind of the third option here is, again, you do the preg checking, you vaccinate everybody that's on time, you deworm everybody, 
And then you don't sell the lates or opens right away. You keep them and feed them for a while, put some extra weight on them. You're not saving nearly as much on feed this way. And there's a little bit of increased cost for deworming, which I would recommend if you're going to keep them because that's going to help with feed efficiency. So there, we're back up to about the $72,000 mark. But where this all really comes into play is when we're looking at the income side of things. If you don't preg check and you don't sell your opens and lake cows, whether it be right away or later, you just have the full feed cost and there's no income. But if you were to take today's whole cow price. And I used an average from our local sale barn this week at about $110 per hundred weight. And I said, we've got 13 open or late cows. Estimated them at 1,200 pounds today, which for some that might be a little bit low, for some that might be a little bit high, but I kind of figured about 1,200 pounds would get us average. That's $1,300 per cow that you're getting. So that's an income of $17,000. Wow. And then you're saving about $1,700 in feed costs. The alternative then would be feeding those cows for an additional 60 days is what I used and putting a little extra weight on them. So then I've got it here that we're selling them at 1,400 pounds. That gives us $1,500 per cow and brings in a total of $20,000 for all those open late cows. And there's no significant savings on feed there. So to kind of bring all that in together, the biggest thing with preg checking is the opportunity cost or the opportunity income in this case. If you don't preg check, you don't bring anything in and you don't spend anything. But if you preg check, you are spending a little, but then you can turn around and sell those cows and then you've got some income. And that, like I said, we're looking at... to $20,000, that's pretty significant. Right. And you can make some better informed decisions. Right. And if you did it year by year by year versus doing nothing every year, some of that may add up. So you might be better off doing the preg checking, doing the other things you talked about, and so that you could make better decisions at the time that impact could be felt in future years as well. Right. You know, when you... Vaccinate, do the vaccinating, the deworming, et cetera. When I'm doing my math here, I'm not accounting for the benefits that we're going to get from the herd health program then. With vaccinating and deworming, we're definitely going to see increased rate of gain on those calves. We're going to see more calves being born alive and weaning more calves. And more calves is more money because at the end of the day, that's where cow-calf producers make money is when they turn around and sell those calves once a year. That's one of the things I've got figured here, too. For November 2023 futures, we're looking at about $250 per hundredweight for calves. You turn around and sell 500-pound calves, 185 head, because, yeah, sometimes we lose one or two prior to weaning. We're looking at making having a, a net of 231000 Well, that's how we're paying for that $70,000 worth of feed or more you know, depending on how much you have to feed, how much you have to buy, etc. Paying for the labor, paying for the equipment, paying for bringing new heifers in, etc. Being able to sell those open or late cows is really just kind of some additional income that producers can really take advantage of. Is there anything else that you want our listeners to know? 
I just kind of got to put a little plug in here. I know a lot of people get um, a little nervous about how much the vet is going to cost. And, oh, my God, vets are so expensive. But in this example, I haven't figured that the vet cost is only about $3,000. And to put that into perspective, that's two and a half of those calves that you sell in the fall or two of the cull cows. So it's not the vet expense is really it's one of the smaller expenses. Feed and equipment are our biggest investments. Well, feed equipment and investing in the cow herd initially, those are the biggest investments or expenses. It's not the vet cost. Well, that was a lot of math in a short time. So, <laughs> so in- that is a lot of math, and I would highly <laughs> encourage producers to, if they want to sit down and look at this, call up their vets or talk to their banker to help them put pen to paper and figure out their operating costs um, and what everything really costs and what they're making. I think there's a lot of overlooking that uh, side of things. So if if producers want to dig into this more, I encourage them to talk to somebody about it, whether it be the veterinarian, we've got a lot of experience with this stuff too, or your banker. Well, thanks, Dr. Jesse, for walking us through this example and showing us options that are going to best optimize our production strategies. And I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in. We'll catch you next time with more guests and topics related to the current ag climate.